Hi, and welcome to The Language Lie. A podcast about idioms. <laughs> I'm Ingrid. I'm Casey. Oh, my Casey. How you doing over there? I am struggling. We about we got about 15 minutes before my allergies start, so... Mm. So he's lying to you. They've already started. They've Just already started. Casey's <laughs> a lying liar who lies. We might have a small window between now and when he sneezes next. So yes. let's go. Casey, I hear you have an idiom to tell us about I today. do. I'm so excited. Can you guess what it is? No. Okay. I, no. <laughs> we don't have time for that. <laughs> that uh, wasn't part of our formula. <laughs> it is close but no cigar. Oh, this is a great one. Thank you. And I know nothing about it. Right? It's such a weird one. I'm so excited. Oh, Casey, good find. All right. Well, do you know what it means? This is our formula. I ask you what it means, I think. I I, I forgot. You're correct. It means that you almost got the thing, like that you were. You were close, but you didn't get the answer, or you didn't get the prize, or you didn't get the, what's another, something that you want. Cool. Merriam-Webster says, <laughs> it's used to say that a guess was almost correct, or that an effort was almost sufficient. Okay. They said it better than I did, weirdly. I think you said it great. Thanks. I mean, they are a dictionary, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you kind of are, too. Thanks. You've never said anything nicer to me before, ever. That was a weird phrasing, but sure. Uh, Phrases.org.uk says that the expression close but no cigar is used to indicate that someone has fallen just short of a successful outcome and failed to secure any reward. Okay. So, back to Merriam-Webster. The example that they gave is it was close but no cigar for Cincinnati as they fell 13 to 16 to Pittsburgh, which is apparently a quote from CBS Sports. Oh, well. So, in case you know what sport that is, I was going to say that's not really helpful if you don't know anything about sports. No clue. Basketball? Baseball? Tennis? Mm -hmm. Uh, Um, Not soccer, probably. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it wouldn't. If. There was a match that was 13 to 16? Yes. Crazy. Uh, do you know where this idiom originated? I have no clue. And I'm really excited about the fact that I have no clue. I can't even... Oh! Hmm. Here's oh, my guess. it sounds like you do know. I'm no. excited. Here's no, a guess. tell me your guess. Is that it could be when like, they would hand out cigars as prizes at maybe the local fair. And... You, if you were like the second prize winner, then you were close to the prize, but you didn't get a cigar. I don't know why anyone would want a cigar. They're disgusting. But it seems to be something people desire. Now, have you ever been to a, like, what inspired this answer? My imagination. (laughs) Have you ever been to a fairy where they've handed out cigars? No, this is what I think life was like in the 50s. Oh, okay. I don't like it when you question where my weird things come from. Casey. No, I'm just wondering where you where you got that idea. <clears throat> Maybe from a Superman movie. Is that actually true? I've also never seen a Superman movie. Okay, got it. Okay. I should have I should have <laughs> <Okay. laughs> fact checked that myself. 
okay, so um, phrases.org.uk says that this phrase, close but no cigar, and its variant, nice try but no cigar, are of U.S. origin and date from the mid-20th century uh, when fairground stalls gave out cigars as prizes. What? What? I knew mm-hmm. this? Somewhere mm-hmm. in my mind grapes? You, you, you used to work at a fair. <laughs> you used to be a carny. <laughs> and I forgot about it. And you blocked it out. Yeah. There was probably some trauma. Okay. Probably. So. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, great job. So I guess we just end here. This is a cool. four-minute episode. It was so great to talk to you guys. <laughs> Can't wait to go grocery shopping or whatever. I, I think this has never happened before. Never, yeah, this like... was spot on. This is why I was at, grilling you about where you came up with this. Oh, I just thought you answer. Were, had your European. Did you really just like make that up? I really did. Wow. Huh. <laughs> no one's gonna believe that. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, you guys, I'm You're not like... that good of an actress. <laughs> You're making us seem like we planned this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Look, like Casey, we're so organized that we planned this. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone believes we planned this. So go yes. ahead. Okay, cool. So, I will say phrases.org.uk, um, which is a source that we've used for a lot of idioms. They're, um, you know, pretty trustworthy. They they check out with other sources. Um, typically, they align. Um, they do say that there's no definitive proof that this is actually where the idiom or- originated. Um, and I can confirm that I looked... A lot. I tried all different keywords. I tried all different types of searches, and I could not figure out if they actually handed out cigars hmm. at carnivals or fairs as prizes. So, but I if can. anyone out there, boy, you can because you lived it. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. um, if anyone out there finds a source, please send it in. Love to hear it. Um, that said. I kind of went about some research kind of a roundabout way. So I went to encyclopedia.com and researched traveling carnivals to see kind of like when they were happening. Um, Right, so phrases.org.uk says mid-20th century. So like, is does this align? Um, So encyclopedia.com says that um, the golden age of the tra- traveling carnival was between 1870 and 1920, give or take, with uh, P.T. Barnum taking his show on the road in the 1860s. Um, you know, big name in mm-hmm. circuses, and although I think P.T. Barnum was mostly like a oddities um, oh. show to start, yeah. Um, which there's a lot of like ethical, yeah. Moral there's a lot of problem, problematic stuff, stuff. to unpack there. But <laughs> regardless, um, those things do not hold up. Yes, eventually these traveling shows overlap to include a more traditional circus, um, and eventually began began to include uh, miniature amusement parks and games. Uh, so the advent of the railroad allowed for much easier travel between towns furthering the market for carnivals and the potential dissemination of this week's idiom. So in 1902, there were around 17 traveling carnivals, give or take, from encyclopedia.com. The number jumped to 300 traveling carnivals by 1937. Hmm. So, huge increase. So it would make sense that the idiom found its way um, into, you know, 
the vernacular of the United States and also into a, a script published in 1935. So from phrase.org.uk, the first written use of close but no cigar in print is a script published in 1935 for the film version of Annie Oakley. Close, Colonel, but no cigar. Hmm. Uh, it, it appears in U.S. newspapers starting around 1950s and onward. So it, it kind of started there um, and, and kind of worked its way out, and it's been pretty steady use since. Amazing. So, again, we did not script this. Ingrid was actually a carny. <laughs> yes, I was. In her previous life. Anyone who's ever met me would believe that wholeheartedly. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, even the the sundress you're wearing right now screams <laughs> real carnival work. <laughs> yeah. Just throw uh, a blue ribbon on this sucker. <laughs> <laughs> so I even tried to look up imagery of carnivals. Uh, oh, I could, see, I, I think could... you were just having fun at this point. No, that nothing was fun. Um, <laughs> no, I I was just trying to see like, it, are there are there cigars there? Cigars in a lot of these pictures from back in the day, and wasn't really finding anything. One thing I did find, um, which I'm sending you now, is some lyrics that I would love for you oh, to read to me and probably the eight listeners we have left. <laughs> Oh, am I going to read this whole um, thing? Yes. Yeah. Now, I will let all the listeners know that prior to our recording, I messaged Ingrid and asked her to listen to the, a song before we record. Mm -hmm. The song is Short Skirt, Long Jacket by Cake. Apparently, Ingrid is very well versed in the song. Uh, Unfortunately, so, I do not want to be. I'd like that known. I have no desire to have this song be part of my life. It was part of my life in high school or something like that. And I was very happy to be rid of it because it's atrocious. But now my child likes it. So. Well, none of that matters because what I want you to do is I want you to read these lyrics in the style of that song. Oh. Um, I was wondering why you wanted to taint the... Usually you send me something out of the blue and I have to read it and I'm like... <clears throat> I mean, you, you can do it however you want. Okay. But... That style. Eh, or not. You do whatever you want. This, we're not <laughs> enacting school here. You do whatever you want. I don't care. <laughs> Well, then no one what are we doing cares. here, Casey? <laughs> All right. Jillian, what's her name? She was sweeter than aspartame. Her kisses reconfigured my DNA, and after that, I was never the same. And I loved her even more than Marlon Brando loved souffle. She was gorgeous. She was charming. Yeah, she was perfect in every way, except she was always using the word infer. When she obviously meant implied. This is a song? Keep going. <laughs> and I know some guys would put up with that kind of thing, but frankly, I can't imagine why. And I told her, I said, Hey, are we playing horseshoes, honey? No, I don't think we are. You're close, but no cigar. Is that... That 
is... <laughs> also, I don't think I did it in the style of short skirt, no. long jacket, but I couldn't figure out how. Yeah, I, that's why I asked you to listen to... I gave you one homework assignment. I did it. Uh, that was Close But No Cigar by Weird Al oh. off of his 2006 album, Straight out of Linwood. Oh. Is it supposed to be to the tune of I Want a, short, a Girl in a Short Shirt Log Jacket? Mm-hmm. Well, look, guys. I you got want, some of it. I want I you to know some that of the rhythm. I can't sing. So even if I had tried to do that to a tune, it would have probably sounded about the same. I think that you did great. I can't imagine how to do that, so. It's also a ton of lyrics before the the chorus right. of uh, your close with no cigar. Um, also, I mean, it didn't really make sense to cut the verse in half because it wouldn't have made sense. So I just gave you the whole. Thing. Oh, you thought it made a sense. a little more for. <laughs> you thought our it made sense as it was. I mean, no. Mm-hmm. Cool, but um, yeah, and so that is. Um, that is it for Close But No Cigar. That's a great idiom. I am sorry that it's the one I guessed because it also has no, a super it's... fun background. Yeah. It's Thanks, amazing Casey. that you guessed that. Well, I don't understand how you did it, but okay. I think there's sometimes information that's in my head and I don't have any connection to it. So Does this mean we did this episode already? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Y'all write it and tell us. Uh, okay, so I'm going to send Casey this uh, little thing to read. It's payback. Mm-hmm. A snake ret fra leverin. A snake ret fra leverin. I feel like that was better. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Norwegian idiom, so uh, I want you to read sorry, it like a crazy bad. Norwegian person. <laughs> Didn't I? Uh, yeah, the second time was closer to okay. what, you know. I love to make fun of a Norwegian, so good work. Wow. Um, I know. Okay, that, we got to cut that out of there. <laughs> That's okay. All of our Norwegian they already listeners. hate me as a Swedish person, so it's mm. fine. Uh, this literally means to speak directly from the liver. And the English equivalent would be to speak without sugarcoating. Interesting. To speak directly from the liver. That's what I'm going to start saying. What does the liver have to do with it? I don't know. But what does sugar have to do with it? Ah, sugar makes sense. Okay. <laughs> makes something sweet. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, there's a pretty direct line there. And um, I wonder, because we, we talked about uh, the liver playing a role in Green with Envy. One of the episodes that's no longer available unless you write us very nicely and ask. Oh, it's not? I love that episode. It was like probably 50 minutes long because it was so very, much very long. It was one of our early episodes, you guys, that we don't have up any longer. But oh, no. Maybe like we that. should re record it. I like it. that story. It's a great story. I don't but... have two hours to do that <laughs> anymore. But yeah, uh, it's a really interesting story. You should look it up if you're interested. Um, but basically. Or... Oh, you're going to tell the story? No, just like the liver has something to do with um, a, a disposition, mm-hmm. essentially. In ancient Greek, they the humor thought that. Has yeah, to do exactly. With the humor. 
Mm-hmm. They thought that each of the organs had something to do with the disposition, and so I wonder if. I mean, I know these are different. In... These are different worlds, but um, geographically, but I wonder if they're linked. Yeah, agreed. Someone tell us. Please do. You know, you can do that if you'd like to send us an email at our email address, thelanguagelie at gmail.com. You can also slide into our DMs at thelanguagelie on Instagram, Mm -hmm. Twitter. Yes, I have never put anything on Twitter, but one day we will. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) and you can also, there's some fun stuff over on our Patreon. call our cell phones. Oh. don't, Don't call my cell phone. I will not answer. Probably don't even message me. Pro- you know, just don't try to reach out. It's fine. If I need you, I'll call. Um, <laughs> you can go over to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the language lie. Look, I say that For because what? I actually. What do you res- oh. you- <laughs> I actually oh, there's some like dirty to- idioms over there. Yes, we have some dirty idiom episodes uh, that are really fun to listen to. Where Casey just tries to embarrass me. It's very easy. Yes. And uh, maybe we'll put some more of those up there someday. We'll see. Yeah. So thanks for listening, guys. Hope you have a wonderful week. If you'd like us to research an idiom, just let us know. Bye, y'all. Bye.